Marriage Broker Randy presents Behind the Scenes. This is an audio series documenting the lives of happily married couples who've committed to spending their every day building healthy relationships. Growing up, we've listened to countless stories that end with meeting your soulmate, getting married and living happily ever after. But is that all to relationships? We're here to find out more. We hope to unravel marriage through stories of real relationships. I'm your host Priyanka Bhardwaj, founder and CEO of Marriage Broker Aunty, which is a matrimonial advisory and relationship coaching service. What you're about to hear is an unscripted conversation with a couple who graciously come forward to share their relationship story. Radha Krishna, I've been in Bangalore. I had seen Bangalore for more than 50 years. I've seen Bangalore what it was, what it is now, and uh, I love Bangalore. I'm born and brought up in uh, uh, Chennai. After marriage, I came to Karnataka and settled here for uh, 60, 61 years. <laughs> Every conversation with every couple is unique and special. But today's conversation is extra special because my guests today are octogenarians Mrs. Vinutha and Mr. Radhakrishna who've been married for over 60 years. Yes, you heard that right. They've been together for more than half a century. Vinutha was 19 and Radhakrishna was 26 when they got married. way back in 1960 it was also the day they first met since then they've had four children and seven grandchildren of their own and raised a few others as their own these days they spend their time catching up with close friends and relatives watching movies listening to music and reading books while vinatha can be often found solving sudokus Radhakrishna is a freelance writer who occasionally sings his and Vinodha's favorite songs. You guys have been married for more than 60 years, which is unimaginable for somebody of this generation. How did you guys meet and how did you guys end up getting married? We got married in 1960 i had passed by bsc and then be in those days there were very few people who had passed uh, the engineering so i failed in any subject and uh, very quiet unassuming person or uh, reserved person so everybody started liking and they encouraged me to study that my parents I mean, they were very particular that i should study in fact i wanted to go abroad but i was the eldest of 10 children my my father never gave me permission to go abroad because he knew i had to take the responsibility of the family the others from her side she was uh, one of the most sought after brides in those days her mother's sister was here married to my uncle and all that and uh, she liked me mostly their whole family liked and they felt this girl being so intelligent she should marry only this person something like that I should marry this man only. <laughs> In our community, 
educated persons were not there much i was praying and got uh, <laughs> and the marriage day itself we saw each other before that we didn't we there is a case you know where we have married without seeing each other when i first saw her there was this uh, nagaswaram was uh, <laughs> 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 lot of relatives were around <laughs> and she came with a garland stood you can imagine something like that today right how did you agree she said that there weren't a lot of educated people in your community and so she wanted to marry you what about you why was she the most sought after bride my parents had very high expectations for me out of 10 50% of the importance was given to me rest 50% was divided among the others i believed in their decision making who else is and your parents were the best well wishes towards you and my uncles aunts everybody said it's a good day. so when they were okay what is there for me to see i didn't have any expectation about how a girl should look like or uh, dress like or how much she should have studied i was probably more innocent uh, than <laughs> i finished my sslc then in 58 i got married in 60 One and a half years I was at home, uh, helping my mom and dad. So uh, my parents and my uncle and aunt, uh, they approached uh, their parents, his parents and uh, got to this uh, alliance. So your parents wanted you to get married, but were you ready to get married? At that time, the uh, situation uh, got, uh, I should marry. <laughs> my, my parents uh, expected that only. I wanted to go to college, but my father didn't agree to that because at that time, seventeen, eighteen years means a girl should be married. I didn't offer. It must have been quite a change for you going from your parents' house into this really large family. So once you got married, do you remember what it was like in the initial few years? How did you guys adjust to each other? my parents advice was uh, you should adjust to that uh, to your husband your in-laws and to that family should get along mm. that was my um, that was the advice i got so i followed it i won't uh, speak to him against any anything because uh, my father in law passed away after our marriage of one and a half years so the responsibility fell on him and so i cooperated my personal expectations were not there much when you came into this house were you scared about how your life might change once you came in yeah four children of my parents i was the last one uh, there are uh, two of my sisters got married They they were ten years, seven years older than me, and my brother also four years older. I am the biggest in this house. So many children, seven of them <laughs> were here. His brothers and sisters. I, I like like that company. And It must have been so nice to be welcomed in the house by this huge family. What about you, sir? What do you remember from those days? It must have been so hard to manage an entire family while also welcoming a new person into your life. You know, when I first saw her, what I noticed was her big eyes. 
she was scared but innocent she didn't find any difficulty in adjusting to us my mother was very strict my father was very kind he was the one who was very sympathetic to her my mother uh, had to train her so before marriage so she was taken care of so well because she was the last daughter with all and all that her sister used to we never allowed her to work but he uh, as the eldest daughter she had a lot of of course we had assistants sisters but they were also chipping she is a fast learner so picked up easily and excelled them and how did you support her did you do anything to support her because she had to go from being the youngest to sort of being very responsible in your house actually we we didn't have any plans how to tackle this as situation as it arose you know you see we are more like friends brother sister that they even treat her as their mother they more importance to her than myself so we start respect and at the same time uh, compassion there were occasions that there were some uh, tips and all that she never to tell me occasionally after sometimes he used to tell me when we are alone or somewhere that in my own way i tried because i said i i pacified i tried to pacify but luck could have been done more i that's what i feel now it's so kind of you to be acknowledging that you could have done more back then what about you ma'am were you expecting that your husband supported you more back then so a comfortable life and uh, I was so happy, and like uh, my father-in-law treated me very well. He used to call me Amari. Yes. Amma, Amma, Amma. So it's so nice being treated with so much respect after having been the youngest one in your house, right? Apart from this, was there any trouble getting along with your in-laws? What was the relationship like? Uh, not much difficult. My um, brother-in-laws is uh, in transferable jobs. so they were here, all the family members are separately settled down in one place or another place so we were happy for five and a half years on his side transfer my brother in law in badrauti another one got in wash factory he is in bangalore so mother used to go to all the places for few step uh, some sometimes So obviously that was the initial few years how did your own relationship evolve over a period of time life was very end to us when i married i was in kerala research station so i had to go to the kerala gardens and they were a beautiful quarters and all that sometimes my father used to come and stay mother used to come and stay <coughs> and my brothers used to come and do some gardening and all that so we had good time in fact people asked me where did you go for honeymoon i said <laughs> you were in kerala itself where did you go <laughs> uh, she was highly valued in our family everybody wanted to be friendly with her help her where she, where she needed it and all that most of the times at least it was all smooth sailing with some ups and downs which naturally comes in life Do you remember what life was like when you had your first child together? Um, when she became pregnant, we didn't want. <laughs> so those days, 
nope, this abortion laws have been about this thing was not there. We tried some local methods and all that did succeed. Unfortunately, we didn't succeed because our son is doctor here. In fact, we never knew how time passed. I had very interesting work in the public works department as civil engineer. So I was succeeding, liked, respected. So likewise, she was also liked and respected. She had few friends, but good friends. That is very important in the early stages. We were in South Africa. We learned quite a lot from that, from those people. We liked that district so much, you know. So outside of family, you guys also had your own set of friends and you socialized with your own set of friends. Was there ever a um, situation where you felt that one of you was spending too much time with friends and you wanted to spend time together as a couple? What was that like? <laughs> you know, such occasions did arise. Okay. As an officer, I had to mix with some people, go to parties and all that. Sometimes she was angry. Sometimes we had angry. But we never continued that. We forgot the whole thing and got on with life. You know, at that age, friends matter quite a lot. We would like to spend more time with friends, discussing all things in the world. In fact, one day, after about 30-40 years of marriage, we had some arguments. She asked me to keep quiet. We don't know how to quarrel. (laughs) (laughs) I kept quiet. The matter ended. ಪರ್ಟಿಕ್ಯುಲರ್ಲಿ studied and all that but after marriage she learned kannada she read books in kannada and and she speaks fluent kannada so when my first child was born i was in my in mother's place you know so the next door one girl was there so from her i used to learn kannada alphabets and all and then uh, <laughs> she when he was 5 year old we were in udupi so second son was also born but uh, that lady lilapai kamath one she was counselor of municipality in udupi she used to give me kannada books first standard to fifth standard you study one by one you will learn kannada and that way i kannada i can't write i can read a newspaper and uh, sl bairappa's books now his novels i almost i so that also encouraged to continue my education when my daughter last daughter was uh, six years old i started uh, puc two pcs i uh, passed and after that i joined become correspondence course my state so i wanted to get a degree i couldn't finish my bcom two years she did but in october there were two three marriages in our house lot of responsibility you know she could not share to devote her attention for that so i was like the resort from that place did you ever want to work no very comfortable looking up and studying 
<laughs> Did you ever feel frustrated that you could not complete your BCom? You had started and you couldn't complete because of responsibilities at home. One corner I regret is that it was so difficult for me to study in that year of thirty-eight, forty years. Oh, absolutely! I can imagine that, but it's still really commendable that you were balancing so many things at once. Did you guys ever have disagreements or fights about anything over the last sixty years? Do you remember any incidents like that? No, nothing. Arguments, uh, I don't like at all. <laughs> no, no, we had arguments. I'm an aggressive person. So I had to look after the family. I used to consult everybody and take decision. And uh, when something came in the way, sometimes I lost my cool and routine. That happens. That's all. <laughs> we did. Do and how do you normally resolve a fight? Is there a process? Do you guys talk about it? Process is just use uh, some time. Don't continue the argument and be nice to each other. You know there is a saying in Tamil, "Nalla mudi aganda." That means for a good ending, initial sacrifice is the starting point. If fight means the other person automatically comes. Words are uh, not uh, helpful. Keep arguing. With It's more uh, differences. Keep quiet. Calm your mind. Give the attention. Focus attention. What is to be done now? And the whole thing disappears. It also passes away. Simple solution for all these things. But unfortunately, people make very small things very big. They suffer. They make others also suffer. So was it always? One person containing the argument, always being calm. Do you guys alternate? Sometimes she did. Sometimes I did. Say people, however good they are, misunderstandings are bound to occur at some point. Life teaches us to be just patient. My father said two sentences, small sentences. Tali davanu baliyam, mandu pancham. Tali davanu baliyam means those who tolerate alone this. Only mandu pancham rota you know whatever comes your way. Enjoy. Now, how do you both spend time with each other? See, our, our uh, the responsibilities are well defined. She is good at she keeps doing. She likes to do what she does. She reads newspapers. She reads. She reads. Uh, I mean, watches certain TV programs. She does it, and uh, all purchases and other things she takes care. So, from my, I'm not good at cooking. If I start to do something in the kitchen, it increases her work. So she does. Common thing is we used to listen to classical Carnatic music very much. So so many of artists we used to nowadays we are listening in YouTube and music and dance programs we have attended quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Good movies and uh, good lectures. Lectures. Sadguru, Jagyoshi, Ravi Shankar. It's so nice that you guys enjoy doing things with each other. Recently, have you done anything really memorable? Would you be able to share a favorite memory from recent times? There are plenty. Another video of that. <laughs> we will select a very embarrassing question. We were asked very wrong. You know, my eldest son and my second and his wife, the whole family, were Europe too. For our fiftieth wedding anniversary. Wedding anniversary. And then Paris. Uh, Rome. Last day was Rome. We have put up at uh, where we had uh, dinner together and wine. Instead of water, they gave wine. So 
So everybody was in a good, good company. We were 17 in numbers. There were people sitting in the... They were watching how your family could enjoy so much. Only these two kilometers in wonder. And afterwards, uh, that one fellow started playing uh, violin or something. And he, he asked, now you should kiss each other. She said, we never do it in public. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would have been a memorable incident. <laughs> now, what would you say after having been married for so many years? What are your greatest learnings from marriage? Personally, I feel you should not have any expectations from each other. Just accept them as they are. Treat them as individuals. Give them respect where it is due. And correct them where it is required. And taking care to see that they are not hurt. And uh, it is a question of mutual adjustment, that's all. And now people give a lot of importance to physical appearance. How a girl should look. And, um, they say how movies are not, but they have their own pictures and all that. And they want the girl to be beautiful. The beauty of a girl is and how it is judged is given by one of our greatest saints, Ramakrishna Paramahamsa, the beauty of a girl is in the heart, expressed through the eyes. That uh, is very much. That's why, you know, uh, when I look back, I think I did the wisest thing in not seeing the girl before marriage. It is love after marriage. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Do you have a message for youngsters today who are either looking to get married or newly married? Message for youngsters, you should listen to your inner voice. See, God is not elsewhere. He is inside only. You listen to your voice. And the decision is, should be like, you should not hurt your parents. You should not hurt your well-wishers. You should not hurt your friends. So that balanced decision, these people are quite capable of taking. They know much more than us. <laughs> if you listen to this conversation once, you probably thought that Vinata and Radha Krishna are just like any other couple from their generation. If you've listened to this conversation twice, then you already know that the gold is in the details. What I found fascinating about Vinata and Radhakrishna's story is the individual interests and opportunities each of them enjoyed in their relationship while managing the responsibilities of running large households. This is something people of even this generation strive for in their relationships, but seldom manage it well. Well, Vinita humbly says that she's had such a blissful married life. Radha Krishna kindly adds that he wishes he could have supported his wife more in their initial years. My biggest learning from this conversation was that it is best to go into a relationship without any expectations and to only cherish the good memories. It may be hard for you and me to understand or appreciate this, but when you're looking back at a 60-year-old relationship, you enjoy the benefit of hindsight much more than anyone else. Thank you for listening to Behind the Scenes. These conversations are available on the Marriage Broker Auntie channel on YouTube and Spotify. 
Please subscribe to our channel if you haven't already done so, so you can have access to future episodes as soon as they're out. Much has been said about how we meet our partners, but very little about how we build relationships with them. So if you think this conversation could inspire someone you know, don't forget to share this with them. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website marriagebrokerauntie.com, auntie with an IE, to learn more about this project and the work we do. Thank you.